0: I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to hear myself though i don't like my the sound <laughs> myself <laughs> i know i had to, i had to get used to that too when i was starting like practicing talking to people online and everything and it's like oh i never listened to my voice before but yeah you kind of get used to it um <laughs> okay, no yeah thanks for making time zef because i know like uh that's the one thing I don't like about time zones cuz you have to like schedule it all <laughs> the way around the world with people and you're all you're all the way in Thailand, yeah.
1: Yeah, correct.
0: So it's like um,
1: have you been like have have anyone join your like podcast that like, been like live in Asia before?
0: Um, no, you're the first person I've ever interviewed from all the way in <laughs> Asia. I've been to Japan and Okinawa, but I haven't been to Thailand. That's one place I do want to go to eventually. Come, come, come! It's really nice here. officially
1: like, I mean, the weather is quite hot, but I hope you like it since you're from the U.S. right?
0: Yes. Yeah, I'm from Hawaii actually, so I'm like right in the middle oh. of the Pacific Ocean. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Just on an island. It's um, really cool. Yeah. What? Wait. What? What time is it for you? Because I know I almost messed up the dates, and I did. I sorry. I didn't mean to miss it. Because today is uh, the tenth Saturday. Yeah. Today's the tenth for me, but then I realized the eleventh for you is actually you're one day ahead. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Correct. 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 So we're gonna say like tomorrow, meaning like next Tuesday for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Yeah, like half away. Yeah. So right now I'm like eleven a.m.
0: Okay. I hope few- it's. I hope it's not too early.
1: Nah, nah, it's fine. I woke up like eight a.m. in the morning, so everything is fine.
0: Okay, cool. So, are you ready? Yep, yep. Okay, cool. so, hey guys, welcome to Tree Bark. This is episode twelve, and I have another creator interview for you guys today. We're gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be talking with Zefix. He's actually an artist that I've uh, actually been introduced to a long time ago. He's one of the first people I ever could. Comp- commissioned and he's a digital furry artist uh which and in part like your huge inspiration as to why i became an artist um wow so <laughs> uh so what um what if you could if you could take a little time to tell me about yourself what are you really into what are you about zeph uh,
1: wow well um, you, you mean like the way i started doing that or, or what, what do you mean by that
0: Um, so like what's a brief description about yourself, like so what what kind of things do you do? Oh, basically I'm like drawing anthropomorphic art, like more or less furries, in a way, Mm -hmm.
1: but previously before that, I actually, what I started with, I'm doing like coding, so software development as the, the, the job before. But the artwork is the art that I done is just my part-time thing or like my, um, hobbies I usually would say like before that. Mm-hmm. But nowadays I'm more like into drawing, to figurative art and drawing, like you know.
0: Also, oh, some boys <laughs> is is it would you say like, even though, it's 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 very similar to me because um I started I'm also self-taught and. I started art like kind of as like a small interest and then as I got into the fandom it became more and more a part of my life has that kind of been similar for you yeah 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 it's like 100% that one I never took
1: um, any proper study for art though have you any have you done any like
0: studies before
1: I'm um, going to school
0: <laughs> in in high school there were a couple of art uh programs i took but i only did about like two years of uh really basic art classes like we did everything from from like working on clay to doing paintings to doing like charcoal drawings but it was never like i wouldn't say that i learned a whole lot from it did you have any kind of uh, schooling before yeah uh, nah i never have any like proper class before
1: uh except for the like online classes
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Apart from that, it's just me trying to figure it out on my own. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> but like no, I think wow. But for you I feel like the way you draw is quite structured. In a way, I feel like you have been taught work beforehand. Oh wow. I, I never thought wrong. I had structure. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. I have when I look at your eye like I like oh, wow, this
0: guy drawing quite nice. I love it. Oh, thank yeah. you. No, like <laughs> when i first like even the yeah even the picture that you saw i'm using on discord now i think that was the the first ych that i saw and i I knew i had to just like bid for it like because i love the i love the style so much so like for you how how did you get into like wanting to like paint because i know you i notice you do a lot of painting
1: Mm, yeah um it's been a long while actually i'm like like I think it's like average artists who like are self-taught is starting from like drawing scrappy art and post it on online like DeviantArt website. Mm -hmm. Have you, it's really common for people that started there. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I started in high school too, like right around the time when I was learning a little bit of art in high school. I Mm -hmm. made a DeviantArt account because I had some friends. Uh, that were really good, like light years ahead of me, and they were always like my. Those were my close friends. Were my really um, deep inspirations, even before the mm. fandom. So I made some like Adventure Time art and a bunch of like different anime fan Whoa. fan art and stuff, okay. <laughs> but that was like like a decade ago. Yeah, um, uh, Sam. <laughs> did you? Uh, so you started with DeviantArt too. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because back then, I
1: have my friends who like drawing before me. yeah. She's doing quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, she introduced me like to how digital artist is basically. And then I'm start to draw on her tablet because back in the day, I don't even have a tablet yet. I mean, pen and, and the pen tablet one that used with PC. Yeah. So <laughs> I just going to to my friend's house and drawing on her tablet. <laughs> and it's quite a fun time. Yeah, I'm not really late, how to say. It? pressure myself much back then i just mm-hmm. like try to have fun with it
0: yeah that, was, way. The, that was the same for me because like i started off like with traditional like pen and paper and then oh, wow. so, okay. something clicked for me when i had my uncle he had a old like he used it for business work he had a bamboo tablet like it wasn't even for art it was just for like signing documents but he let me borrow it because i wanted to also try um do you know what uh, CSP is? Clip Studio Paint? Clip Studio Paint, yeah correct. I, yeah. yeah, I do. And I started off with a crack software. um. So I, oh. <laughs> I <laughs> kind I, Yeah, don't tell anyone, but like I, I started with a pirated version. You, you said it
1: online, you know. But anyway, I mean, yeah, for me, I also... I don't know whether you heard it, like, the software called PaintSci2? Yes, S-A-R- okay, yeah. That's my like initial one. That's also Clack as well because I don't have money to buy anything of that. But yeah, I used it for quite a while until I found out about trips Studio open, and then I bought the license of it. But actually, before that, um, what about to say Oh, the bamboo things? I also had my very first tablet is bamboo tablet as well, the small side one. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. one, the one with the black, the complete black. In. Yeah, it's totally I, it's on, I had like, the same one I 2000, think. Two thousand two thousand eleven, two thousand ten ten about that. So it's been a long while that I have its drawings, but so, more or less casual until recently, like five days ago that I'm starting to doing like more serious like serious
0: studies and such. Cause then when you was it when you got like the digital art, did you feel more comfortable with that kind of medium? Um I don't even, I'm not 100% sure
1: because I would say I never draw on paper before. I mean like, okay, when I started it, I never draw on paper, so I just like straight away jump into digital art uh, work, which in a way is kind of cheating a bit, since you can like undo
0: an erase thing, like That is cleanly. kind of controversial, yeah, would you say that that is cheating, because I think I'll... I think you have yeah, all okay. of the tools to do whatever you want with digital art. And that's why I would think I'd, I I personally wouldn't be an artist without digital art. Digital art. Okay, yeah.
1: Very true. I mean, when, when I say shooting, I mean, like, back in the day, I feel like I'm doing quite well on digital artwork. Mm-hmm. But traditional, is just super bad. Like,
0: I cannot stand There's it. There's something yeah there's something like i think about the what, the control z when you get used to it <laughs> and then you go to your sketchbook and you're like oh i'm gonna do the same thing and then it's like oh yeah. i have to oh, i have yeah. to carefully think about every single line that i'm gonna draw mm, and but true. i've been trying to do a little bit better on that too like um i don't know i think i w- this is kind of a bad habit of digital artists maybe but i haven't been mm. doing a whole lot of sketchbooks personally like everything has been just digital, like for the past year or two for me. Um... Uh, same for me. <laughs> do you? I did some. I did feel
1: some of like solo sketchbook before, but recently I never really done that
0: much. I should have done that too. <laughs> <laughs> how do you? Um. How do you tackle like when you do art? Like if you're gonna get ready for mm. a painting or something, do you do, often mm. do warm ups or what kind of gets you going into? Like, I'm going to draw or I'm going to do this. Typically, I will start with a lot of
1: inspirations, like <clears throat> a lot of photos. Like, not photos, like some other people's artworks. So I save a tons of artwork that I like. Mm-hmm. It could be a reference, it could be like everything. It could be furlies, art, it could be collector, it could be a blackout. I feel like, oh, this is the background is so nice. The color here is so good. The composition there. So basically, I just go through my folders. That I save like, gathering a lot of photos that I Mm -hmm. like, and I like look through it until I feel like, and and, until I click like, oh, this looks nice. I want to draw something like this. So I just like back to the program and then start drawing it. Um, I rarely like sketch warm up or anything, but I know that I should done it, but for some reason I didn't done that often. Basically, whenever I feel like my, whenever I feel inspired, I just start drawing right away, which oftentimes has come quite okay in a mm. way, but it could be better if you, if I were to start warming up, like drawing, like um, sketch posts on uh, people anatomy, like people pose, or human's
0: anatomy. Like figure drawing or uh, yeah, something? Yeah. I yeah. should be better <laughs> that way. But... I'm guilty too, yeah. <laughs> but no, I didn't I didn't mm. do that much. Something I'm working on right now and trying to work out is like I feel I've kind of been feeling this artist burnout and I think mm. a lot of people go through that and you know when you're kind of looking at a blank canvas and you don't really feel mm. like like the ideas are kind of coming how do you mm. how do you try to work through artistic burnout?
1: Um for me i feel like i to be honest i not feel like i have been through any burnout before oh, okay. i'm not sure how to feel about the burnout thing but of course i have i have been through a lot of depression like whenever i draw on this it doesn't come out right it's always it depressed me but apart from that i don't feel like mm, burning out before but the way i think the way that i kind of whenever I want to start to draw some things, mm-hmm. I always go to find like inspiration, other people artworks that's gonna help you going. I think it would help you when you're like in the burnout stage. So you just like go through online looking up your like senpai in the way or yeah. your <laughs> favorite like artists looking at art and then you will be inspired and you start drawing. That's the way to keep you going. I think the burnout is just happen when you are not, when you think you want to draw something, but you don't know what to draw, and mm-hmm. you feel like, yeah, I want to draw something good, but I feel lazy to start. But whenever you start in it, you put the, your mark down on your paper on your on your like, software on your pen, canvas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you will keep moving. Until it's done. So, burnout, I think it's going to be gone after you start actually, like, drawing, like, start putting a mark on the paper. Your feeling of the burnout will be gone.
0: That's really motivating because, like, a lot of the times, I think it's a discouraging kind of issue. Like, um, sometimes when you're, I don't know if it's, like, not in the right mood, but I think, yeah, looking at a lot of art that makes you happy would really help Mm -hmm. get you back into the groove. So... Mm -hmm like when i look at no ghost art your art or red rusker's art or something that it's like um like kind of in the same theme that i want to draw whether it's like lewd or you know something from my comic and stuff like that uh i can try to get yeah warmed up and motivate i think it's motivation actually that's probably what it is that's where you get the energy from um like (laughs) one of the things that always uh kills me on the inside is you know when you try to do the uh, the flip test. So when you draw something, <laughs> and then, like you're drawing a face or something, or a muzzle, and then you flip yeah. it, and it looks totally wonky. <laughs> it's always happened, <helping>, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's rare that I do it and I don't feel depression. <laughs> no, I, uh, I mean,
1: since, it's kind of helping when you're flipping often. Mm-hmm. But not too often, though, because when you flip it too often, you're, blind, you're like, kind of like how do you say get used to both of the oh way, okay. but it's not gonna help you to see what's wrong with the picture so try to flip not too often but sometimes do it to check whether everything's looks... in a while okay yeah yeah
0: yeah like I think yeah I think that's really important because sometimes when I'm I'm kind of rushing myself I feel like I'm mm-hmm. not getting the right picture that I had in mind like you you really need like t- i'll even like for the for the artwork that i'm most proud of it's it's they pieces that took a couple of days or even weeks so you know when you like stay up late and you're like i could finish this but i i just choose to go to bed sometimes and then the next morning i'll have fresh eyes and then i'll look at the piece and i'm like wow his head is way too big or like <laughs> it's just really bad proportions or something like that yeah, I feel you on that, man.
1: I'm like, especially I don't know whether it's happened to everyone or just me, who like I'm quite perfectionist myself. So sometimes I kind of like overwork it. Like, mm. whenever I drawing, right, for say I painting for an hour, for like two or three hours, I still, I still keep going it, try to fix things, try to make like it look as best as I can, as I can do. Yeah, but in in a way, after like you save it and let let it last for a day, after, the next day you are coming like to look at it, you mm-hmm. just feel like oh shit, this is so wrong. <laughs> the hands look off and everything look off, I feel like I want to redo the whole thing again. That does that's always has been. That so does... try not to. Hmm? Oh no, sorry, sorry. Go on. I <laughs> um, mean, try, try try not. The, the tip is try not to push through it. Like try not to like drag on with it. If you feel that like you are a bit tired, just stop doing something else and come back later. It will help a lot. I mean save you a lot of time as well.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. And when to kinda linger on like you're talking about overworking it, um mm-hmm. that makes me like think of um what to ask. It's like when, when you're working on a painting it kinda feels like I could kinda always change and paint and colour and improve <laughs> the light so much. Like what is the stopping point? when when do you know to stop wow that's really tough questions for
1: me though. <laughs> um it's hard to tell though i mean i feel like when i stop meaning um i stop when i feel like it's look perfect
0: mm-hmm. in a
1: way but for the artwork there's no um perfect in art everything will have falls on it but Recently, I just I just realized that you don't really need to draw everything perfectly or like everything crispy and sharp. Yeah. What you need to do is just convey the right message on it. If you want to draw like handsome character, make like a viewer see that or feel it or feel it that he looks awesome or he looks handsome. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be very detailed, but the detail part have to be there. Is... So that it's not
0: too weak. I don't know. I think I lose the way to explain now. Um... But kind of as long as it's like you mentioned before, it's like communicating the message or telling mm. the story. Um, yeah, right. I think yeah, as long as like you're showing the audience like, oh, the this was the pose or this shape really communicates the message. Mm. Like he's supposed to be handsome or maybe he's, he's in an action naughty. Pose or naughty yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and so for you I'll, um yeah i think we already established like you actually work in thailand and mm. how how is the furry life kind of in thailand because uh, i'm personally yeah based in america or north mm. america um is furry kind of taboo in thailand or what's the what's the general consensus So essentially I think most of the Thai, like non-Furly
1: Thai people um, don't even know the Furly exits, so we are more like safe space I guess, it's not a taboo or anything, Mm -hmm. so there's no negative emotion or negative thought toward Furlies in
0: general in Thailand. is it kind of like That's an anime how... thing, or is it like <laughs> would they Yeah, treat... kind of anime thing. My my dad also always
1: <laughs> always like saying that I'm drawing like um, creature or like monster stuff. So <laughs> the furly is not it like, exists in like normal P- Thai people like dictionary mm-hmm. So they they don't even know what furlies are. They're yeah. more like, like if if they, if they say was fur suit, they will, will look at it. Motorfit are mascot, Oh, so I'm
0: in just a way we kind of like,
1: yeah, or cosplaying. in a way, it's like uh, we are really safe or um, what's what's the word like?
0: You can be open uh, about it, or I think
1: we should be able to be open about it, but we never really like going out to the mall and walking with our first though. <laughs> Only like some.
0: Only when we have a convention or have a, our own group of meeting, we can Ooh. suit that. What is a big convention in Thailand for Furcons? Like, for for, for, uh, for Furcons, we have Thai Tail, the name of the convention. Oh, that's cute. I like that name.
1: Yeah, right? Thai Tails. I think it's with S. Actually, I don't remember the name. <laughs> the, I don't remember the spelling. Yeah, it's Thai Tail with, with the S at the end.
0: Oh, have you been to that that's one before? The...
1: Uh, yes, I think it's twice already. This year I planned it to go there as well, but the event has been postponed due to the virus outbreak. Yes, all convention left and left
0: right, like postponing or even yeah. cancel. Everything's been pushed back to here in North America. Like I'm just hoping for the end of the year that, uh, not all of the conventions will be closed, and hopefully uh, <laughs> I can register. It'll be this will be our like sad day, sad year for us. Really, as <laughs> no con is opening. So yeah oh, and i've i've even talked to like a couple of other furs like uh non pup he's gonna be um hosting <laughs> some charity events and some online uh convention type uh things to do uh so wow. people yeah people are really making do and it's really that's motivating because it shows me a lot of people still want to make you know like these events happen like no matter what and that's really cool that uh, would be cool though Like, yeah have you ever, like, staffed or did you ever hold your own panel or table at a con? Uh,
1: yes. The first, the first, uh, wait. the first convention I, like, the very first convention I've I been in my life is not in Thailand though, it's in Malaysian, it's a uh, furcon con name Fulham.
0: Oh, okay. It's, I did hear of that it's one. The first one that to, yeah,
1: it's the first one that I, I went and it was like super hype on that. I liked <laughs> everything to be part of it. Maybe because I have friends going as well. I believe whenever you go to Furcon, you should have at least like, a group of friends to go with. Yeah, for sure. Way. Like going alone. I feel like I'm going to be super boring if i going alone, without know? like... Essentially, I'm, like, quite in myself, so yeah. <laughs> I'm not out open to talk to anyone mm-hmm. except mm-hmm. friends, but, yeah. So, also, uh, so after, how is the after table? that, uh, uh, yeah, after that, the next year, I went to the same, like, Furlums uh, mm-hmm. con, and I, I like, booked a table there to sell my very first art book I
0: made.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's, that's what I experience as well, like standing there in the table
0: and uh, like leading to many people. What was um what was in the art book or what did you compile to sell? It's some of the new
1: art and some of the artwork that I have done before and then I like ask permission from the commissioner whether can I use it for like my original art book. Oh nice and then I make one. So it's more like a compile of my art so far from
0: two thousand for um
1: 16
0: to 2018 i'm kind of curious if i may ask kind of like um Mm -hmm. just for me as an artist too and kind of developing myself and putting you know myself out there and maybe uh, a couple of other really um i would say like new fresh artists um Mm. what is it like developing that kind of product um how do you get to publishing the book or making a stock of it to sell actually because uh it's physical yeah or is it digital it's physical physical yeah how do you get into touch it's super
1: like exciting and fun when you want to like compile everything to a book and you want to like give people to see it Mm -hmm. your your best of the best artwork that you have yeah that's really cool in there i was like oh i want to do it (laughs) (laughs) then I when mean, you started doing it and, and first and like compile every basically like have a folder to, to put every artwork I feel that I want to put in to the mm-hmm. to the artwork itself, put in there. And then I mean, I start to do all like, I, I, I mean start to make a page out of it. Yeah. It, the first thought I was like, okay, it should be easy, like just put every artwork in, right? And type something and then like prepare to pin. And but in reality it took me a week, like to compile, to like write to organize everything in the art book before sending mm. it to, to, to public, like, not public, like, to
0: the, what, what's the word, like printing company to print it? No, oh, the printing company. Oh, okay. okay the people yeah. who put it together physically. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Publishing company? But I have, but
1: yeah, more or less like, like that, but it's, yeah, kind of publishing company. But I didn't publish like in the public manner though, meaning I'm like make it like hundred books and then sell all the that hundred books myself. hmm So it's not going to be on like a bookshelf or you know, Yes, yeah, books just for it's just your sale. From... Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 So then and you yes, it's put in quite a long time to organize to all the pages it. and then you're yes. writing up all of like the little excerpts for the page and descriptions. And then you just bring that to the con and then you set that up and then you can start engaging with people. Yeah. Yes, correct. Oh awesome. But, okay.
1: Yeah, for for if you if someone wants to do it for the first time, I would recommend you if you want to sell it on in the convention, right? Mm-hmm. You can just post it online first, like kinda like advertise your your stuff beforehand so that people will know that oh you sell something in, in that like for the convention. Yeah, it's do important. I don't, I don't think people will view, like, going there and look. I mean, some people might not know that you're selling there, so the best way is just publish, like, post it online, encourage people. Better, I think mean, the way I did was that I opened the, like, pre-order form online, mm-hmm. like, to make people to fill in and you can pick up and, and buy it, like. At conventions, that oh, help. That's help a that's lot. That's super fast. I
0: mean, yeah, that's really convenient.
1: Yeah, that's help a lot because a lot of people just like fill in the form first, and then you, he will come and pick it up. And you basically it will help you as well because it will help you to see how many people like interest in your stuff beforehand, mm-hmm. and how much you have to be enge- engaged and like bring more people or draw more people in to buy your stuff. So it's
0: super helpful so that was just based in thailand alone like do you often since as a digital artist one of the really cool things is that we can work from basically anywhere around the world and you can work with clients all around the world um where would you say most of your um user base or your your commissions come from (laughs) i think most of the time i i got like
1: commissioner from us yeah it seems to be (laughs) yeah because my pricing is a bit for thai. like even for Thai people to begin mm-hmm. with so the pricing is way like turned off by a lot of Thai furries. <laughs> oh just given the exchange oh, rates? Yes correct okay but, but most of the time I have some sort of a bit of this crowd because of like I mean, a bit difficult for Thai people who want to commission me. The reason being because of our uh, living cost is much different than than US or than the first world country, <laughs> I would say. So, one commission would like be able to survive a month or so in Thailand. Wow. I mean, if you, oh my like, gosh. If you want to buy me a commission, I mean, bought a commission for me.
0: Like, that's one so, month's so, rent right there or something. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, it's quite high. For them, it's more like a luxury thing.
0: Oh, okay, I see. Getting so we have, yeah, I have
1: to be like a bit discount from there. And but more of the, like people are from US and European country.
0: Yeah, we have a lot of people that really get a lot of great art, and they get a lot of art, like, constantly. And that's sort of the thing that I've noticed a lot of my friends do. They have just a backlog of commissions, and they'll, <laughs> they'll slowly post it to FA, and I'm like, dude, check your inbox, and it's like, a, like over like ten thousand messages. But he's like, yeah, I'll get, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you? Uh, when did you start actually getting on FA, or do you oh. use FA mainly?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Um, I don't remember what, when, when I like, post uh, when I first post us uh, on FA. I think two or three years ago when I start like knowing or like being out in the open because mm-hmm. previously, previously I kind of know that furry exists. I don't know. I didn't know that at that time that he um, have the Thai furry community as well. I was a bit like going, like looking up or searching online for like foreigners like Europe, uh, US community, like furry convention and such. I didn't mm-hmm. know that Thai communities exist back then, but then after a while, I just feel like that oh, there's there people like in Thailand also like into furry fandoms.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when so first I start with the Facebook account and then like add all those people and like friends with them, and then they kind of like give me the idea of that like, of the furry of the uh, furry furry website that exists exists. Yeah. So, I go there and post stuff online and then I start selling, like, start, like, opening up
0: for commissions. The first so, one I open like, for a few days and no one come. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I feel you there because, like, starting as an artist, like, nobody really knows you yet and you don't really have yeah. a huge gallery to really show. So, like, was was this for you when you first, like, your friends were showing you the website and even maybe mm-hmm. before you've been to a convention? Um, did you did you realize like the furry fandom is such like a great place to start art that you wanted to develop yourself in the furry fandom? Um, not really. After only after my friends that like, introduced me to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Also, if, like, were- after that, if- mm-hmm. were you necessarily drawing like monsters or creatures that led into anthropomorphic creatures or? How did how did the fandom kind of influence you in in what you drew um i start
1: drawing with like a pharaoh stuff meaning like four leg creatures yeah. like more or less i started with wolf. everyone like most of the people start drawing woof or like canine, canine. bias <laughs> yeah 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 i pretty much i'm pretty much into that one so i draw that for quite a long time until i like drawing like a werewolf which is like mm-hmm. a version of of furlies I believe more like an intro stuff basically werewolf is more like um, a bridge between humanoid and, and,
0: and, and the, fellow falls. the transformation the TF yeah yeah, yeah TF stuff Oof, and then <laughs> Oh wow, you're into it. <laughs> of <laughs>
1: course. Over, I just started to think, oh yeah, there's a lot of people who are into like furries. They have their own persona and such. It would be nice if I can draw, like, if I can make my own as well back mm-hmm. then. So eventually I make one, just only one, because I'm like, I'm kind of like bad at thinking about the backstory of character and such. So basically, my persona is essentially like me. Who I want to be basically mm-hmm. in the furry community. There's no like backstory or anything. My my boyfriend's always like <laughs> push me to like think of what is his backstory to make oh, their, like that's pretty interesting. things, but I was like, oh, I don't know, man. I
0: have for no about it. for me personally, yeah, I don't have a backstory either. I just kind of just I treat my my first just as like my regular self. So whatever I do, my Sona does. Like, I'm an artist, my Sona draws too. Like, there's no real difference. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing in a way. But after a while, when I start
1: drawing, like, not safe for work stuff, I just, <laughs> like, a bit distant from being myself. I mean, distant uh, from my own character that he would not being me anymore. Mm hmm. How? I wouldn't want to do something, you know.
0: Actually, like that that's in, in artwork. <laughs> That's something that I wanted yeah. to ask you about, too, because um, I was even asking a different artist, like, a few artists that mm. um, got into the fandom, did a lot of feral things, too, mm. and then, like, on the adult side of things... Um, if it's okay to ask like when did the lewd come in and when when did you say like hey i think it's all right to to draw like sheaths or boobs you know like (laughs) or a butt like because a lot of the time like for introverted people like us or you know it's really shy and it's like oh i've never done this before um (laughs) what was kind of your first steps into the adult space because i feel like it's one of those kind of things that everybody just sees but never really talks about Mm-mm-mm. for me i think it started um when i draw
1: for commissioners basically mm-hmm. i met my boyfriend's through commission he commissioned like one or twice before and we kind of talked after that since then yeah this character is kind of like you know hot in the adult way <laughs> yeah I've noticed. so kind of like <laughs> Yeah, he kind of like push me to draw more of the adult stuff, which like, I kind of don't really mind that much because to me, whenever I draw the adult stuff, I don't feel like turned on by that much because mm-hmm. what I'm trying to push to it is just the anatomy or like how things, how like stuff, I mean, how character would be in the scene, everything is about related to art more than what he explains, I believe. I yeah, and that's know.
0: that's what I really <laughs> like true. about your art too. Like, cause like as you mentioned too, like um, you think of from a very like structural approach, like from a very traditional artist's perspective that I would imagine. Um, mm-hmm. so it really does show in your work, and that's what I really take inspiration from. Uh, thank you. <laughs> no, no problem. Um, but the... yeah,
1: but after after a while, I just start drawing like she's and drawing. <laughs> Wolji, li- Wolji, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's not necessarily something that like, um, you're pursuing. It's just kind of happened through the commission life. Mm.
1: Yeah, more or less. Yeah, I'm mm. not really like wanted to draw like that often. I believe I love like, uh, set for work art more. Like how beautiful the the piece is, how like the collector represent themselves or the feeling that you saw
0: and then do you sometimes feel like oh if it's a loot or if it's nsfw i can't really show people this or maybe like i have to just kind of hide it and you know if somebody asks like what do you draw would you just show that or
1: Uh, um if it's fully community i'm not really like shy about it since we all know like people are into
0: Oh yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah. normal, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty pretty common in here. Do you
0: ever, but do you whenever, ever talk- whenever
1: I talk to other like artists that's non-furly based, like Dekula, mm-hmm. like or even my colleague, because the the reason because we um work with like creating the the mobile application before we we need like artists to make uh, like mock up or like skins chart of it so we in a way i kind of know like some of the artists like out there that's non-furly just working on their stuff
0: Oh, so, so whenever we talk assets. and then
1: he, he she, she kind of know me that i'm like drawing so whenever i she asked me what i'm drawing i was like um animal stuff
0: maybe <laughs> i have a bit, like
1: tend to show stuff yeah I really <laughs> like, tend to show stuff to my friends <laughs> or like non fully friends because it's quite, I I, basically, Furly is out there, I mean, people outside of Furly fandom don't treat Furly well, in a way, I feel. They're not treating so well? not well, or? Yeah. In general, I believe, I'm not 100% sure. So I'm a bit like, I tend to say or to show up my art,
0: mm. but
1: eventually I show some of my artwork because she keeps like, <laughs> asking me <laughs> to show. In the end, yeah. I just show some of it, like some really safe for work of it.
0: So you have like a prepared folder to show all your, yeah, your safe yes. for work stuff.
1: I have <laughs> I have Instagram, but I I not use it. I only post like completely safe for work there. So that if someone happened to ask me what i'm doing i
0: just like open up my instagram and show it to them oh that's smart (laughs) i should create a different yeah i should probably use instagram just for that too because i have twitter and i just throw everything on twitter like even if you follow me for safer work i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) uh, like it'll be like maybe a couple pieces safer work and then just random like boobs and butt and hot dogs yeah it's like oh
1: for me i try to split those though i mean i for Twitter I have two account. One is safe for work and the other is for YouTube thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I hope it helps though. I'm not sure because sometimes I still like follows or like not safe for work in my main account and it's somehow Twitter appear make it appear to your new feed. Mm-hmm. I hope it not appear to you to one of my Where... like followers. Um but so... I try to speed it like Safer work is one account, another not safer work is another account, so that people can like safely open Twitter in public.
0: Yeah, that is nice, and that's in respect to them, so they don't get caught like (laughs) somebody peeking over their phone or something on the bus. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I feel
1: that sometimes as well, so I rarely open Twitter in public at all.
0: Div- div- yeah i know i've seen some people too like some of my friends they have these really dark screen protectors on their phone so you can't see it like oh. at an angle <laughs> i yeah, think I yeah, should that's pretty that really helpful and i'm just gonna be just looking at porn sh- <laughs> just in public <laughs> wow uh yeah i do that way too much more than i'd like to admit um, oh wow but never been caught so that's okay and besides that's and okay. I, I have some friends that are like you know what well if they're gonna look you know they chose to look anyway um but yeah, so I know kind some of, of um taking a step back a bit for, uh, talking mm. about like you know you improving yourself at art and mm. your practices um when you when you're trying to like develop yourself do you do you try to push for a specific style or do you have any artists that like comes to mind when you're like wow i want to i want to paint or i want to draw like that or anything specific
1: um, um i wouldn't say like i have one or single or a, a handful of artists that i like but it's more like whenever i get inspired in some certain area of the art i tend to kind of like imitate how they do it Mm-hmm. Um, for a few pieces, and then I stop, and then I like looking for something else. I'm kind of not stopping it, like to to. Basically, I don't have like my only one like um, inspire artist, no. But That's for me, I'm important. just looking, yeah, yeah I'm just looking through any other like people are out there. Even this day, I'm like looking through some of the art station artwork because those are uh, like industry level art, you know, mm-hmm. it's helped me to see how far am I, and like how they do it sometimes because sometimes they, they also post after process like video or like a speed.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I love uh, and I learn a lot from those.
1: It. Yeah. Yes, that's super helpful for us, like looking through how people join. Even though it's speed up, that's fine as long as we can see how they approach art. It's really helpful in that way
0: one yeah kind of uh seeing the the thought process behind it seems to Mm. be like something that i can really you know like kind of break down and then you see their process and then i i think like what you said earlier about taking a little bit here and there from your inspirations Mm. that's super important because you never get stuck on one thing and Mm. it kind of helps like you add to your own visual library um yes one thing that i notice is like if you kind of focus too much on one person's style or art um you you kind of get trapped in just that one thing and you don't learn as much
1: yeah uh, very true if you keep drawing the same thing over again or if you keep copying the same artist over and over again you will like end up similar to them i
0: believe i i think so but and it's yeah. important to steal but you steal from a whole lot of different things yes yes
1: also, if you start drawing something start gathering some uh, some different photos or works mm-hmm. uh, from others if will help like it will help you drawing much better than you think you can
0: yeah, this it reminded me of um this stupid tweet I made a little while ago about like oh using if if what you drew wasn't totally from your imagination or was not, mm-hmm. like referenced it's not original art and. <laughs> like, it's not it was so stupid and i was like yeah it's a weak mindset because uh, i was quoting ninja um i okay. don't know if you've heard his quote but he was saying something about like oh if you if if you lose or something or if you i, I forget what he said but if you take it personally and you don't think that like you're a gamer or something like that you, you're a weak mindset and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> but yeah i mean it starts,
1: the myths, like, of not using reference, start from DeviantArt, I believe, like, back in the day, people are proud of not do- using the fence mm-hmm. to draw something, but I, but I think that's, like, long gone already.
0: Even, like, yeah, even when you're learning from reference or a study, like, studies, I think, are super useful, even if you're tracing, but the most important yes. thing is to never say that you, that's your own original work, though. Yes.
1: I always say that to one of like most of like people come up to me and like ask me how to draw art. I would say like, you can trace as long as you want, but don't claim it on your own. Just trace it for the sake of studying it.
0: Yes, totally.
1: Even you want to color picking like from some of the beautiful art work, you can do it, but try not to, to claim it on your own, just for the sake of study, it will help you a lot.
0: Yeah, because sometimes, like, I'll look at, like, for me, I don't know how most other artists start with, like, the the body. I usually start with the the torso. And one of the most challenging things for me is to get, like, the pecs just right if it's a really bara-type character. (laughs) And I want to get, like, (laughs) the volume of it, like, just right. (sighs) So then I'll go to, like, a whole different reference folder that I have of just bodybuilders. And I'll just do like a red line just over like their contour and over their whole silhouette, and it's like super helpful. Yeah, it
1: does. Also, like, const, uh, deconstruct out of it, it would be more helpful than just trace though. Like, how, like, drawing a circle, or so how to like see the form in 3D space. Yes. I don't know how to explain anything. But, like, instead of like drawing a completely lie, try to think of the form in 3D, how it looks in 3D and draw circles, like draw a lot of uh, cylinders and circles and such, will help you, if you help drawing like much more realistic, I believe, like more 3D, Mm -hmm. they exist in the space. Because sometimes when people start drawing, it might, people will, will make it like, it might look flat, like,
0: that's something that i did realize when i when i have been getting more into studying like Mm. there's this thing that i've becoming like that i've been thinking about more and more and it's when um if you don't try to picture that and take those like shapes from your study you often Mm. flatten things and like your mind doesn't have a good grasp on like depth so overlapping Mm. forms and understanding what's underneath the skin and the skeleton is super important
1: Yes, it's usually for beginner. or even though now they still have to learn all of those mm. as well.
0: Yeah, I heard even for like the most professional top tier artists, like if they don't follow certain rules or certain, I should say, foundational um, mm. understandings, the fundamentals, it's going to mm. look weird. And even to like the non-studied, like the untrained eye, you'll still notice like if something's off.
1: Mm. Yeah, because... We see things in 3D, like, every day. We, like, live for, like, 20, 30 years and see everything, like, in 3D space. And when we see a drawing, mm-hmm. you can tell right away whether it's, like, it feel believable or not.
0: Or it's like, oh, that eye is too small, or, like, the yeah. muzzle is too crooked or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um. The, I think the way it's just coming up in my mind, the way the artist can improve is through the observation. A lot of like top tier artists always say that it is true in the way you have to observe things in your life and try to draw that. If it helps you to see things that you've never seen before,
0: one thing that like one person in particular that uh, super like gives me inspiration and then also gives me depression is um oh, okay. is uh, actually just a non-furry artist and he's uh, Kim Jong ji mm. Do you know? Have you heard? Oh, of him? yeah, 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 and. <laughs> like his ability to just like look at a room or just <laughs> not use reference but he talks a lot about just like constantly observe like you said like you're just mm. looking at everything in life and you're trying to just picture it and yeah that's like one of the hardest things to do and i guess that's why he's like the only one that has come that far so far um, yeah he
1: i i listened to his um video or like interview before uh, one or white before mm-hmm one thing that kept uh, like, like kept my attention is that he, he have to, what's the, what's the word, like, find an excuse to not to draw rather than drawing. Like, because drawing is, like, his life. He have to, he want to draw. He's just drawing every day. Mm-hmm. But sometimes he want, he, he have to, like, find an excuse not to draw it. I mean, find wait, no. It's another way around. Find, find an excuse to draw. Oh, so like Shit, I don't remember now. Oh no!
0: So you're drawing no matter <laughs> what. It's like literally yeah,
1: no, all the no time. Matter, yeah, yeah, all the time. That's what he done. So that's why he like more or less master of drawing, I would say. That is true because if I do, do
0: you ever have like those breaks where it's like, oh, um, I haven't really felt like drawing in like maybe a week. And then you get back to it and you're like, oh my God, I can't draw at all. Like <laughs> you have to shake off yeah, a lot of rust. It happened to everyone and the the main thing is like yeah i think pulling back your inspirations and then looking at those images like for me uh, another one i think for a lot of people was is Noel Ghost seeing those paintings and his compositions oh Mm. they always get me going (laughs) and i'm like i want to be able to render like light like he does or color that he does he does really like nice muted colors and he doesn't Mm. blow saturation too uh too often um
1: Especially, oh, that's yeah. more or less
0: happened to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll sometimes go back to my old work. I'm like, oh my God, like everything is so bright and so strong. And yeah. I'm trying to... I remember to you, you say that.
1: that to me. And not, I, think, I think I go back and read through our conversation before when like, you took my YCH. And you mentioned something like, can, can I mute down the, the saturation of the background for a bit? I was like, oh yeah.
0: Oh. Back then I didn't I didn't realize <laughs> Did I though,
1: that? but now, yeah, you say that, you
0: say oh. that. <laughs>
1: Back then I, didn't, I didn't realize though, but now they are just super, I was like, oh, shit, that's super, like, color is just too much. <laughs> right. Too white blend.
0: um One huge inspiration, like, in for me in the industry, quote unquote, is uh, Blizzard Entertainment. I really mm. like their their painting styles and stuff, and I notice when they do backgrounds and the character... You'll, you'll have a really nice contrast between the values of the character, so they'll be much darker in value compared to the background. So that's why, even for me, I'm trying to mute my backgrounds a lot more now. Um, like, splash art, so good, yeah. Oh, those splash ash man, that's super cool. And me personally, I, I, I want to reach that level, and that's like what I want to be known to be like, commissioned for. So... That's what like is uh, a big focus of mine personally. Is there sort of a direction for you? Like, is there a goal for for use ethics that like I want to be able to do X, Y, Z or like what is um some mm-hmm. of your short-term or long-term goals for art or just furry stuff? I don't know. <laughs> um, not really like
1: the end result that I'm looking for. It's more like how huh? the process, the art process I have been through because like a year like a year ago or so I always like drawing like painting like it took me like a week to finish one piece which is like so long and always I always get bored like more of the time because I have to like try to render it as much as I can Mm -hmm. to make it look like good in my standard. But it's really like kinda um depressing in a way that i have to go through the same piece like for a week and get bored i have to like force myself to work on it to make it done
0: do you so do you handle a couple of uh projects at the same time to kind of like mix it up because i noticed like when i watch some other artists stream um they'll have a couple of different commissions so they're like okay if i get a little bored on this one i'll jump i'll jump to another one how <laughs> does that kind of work for you
1: um, I have tried that before, but it doesn't really work out. I feel because I kind of like, it gives me more stress when I have to finish two things,
0: <laughs> you know. Mm. <laughs> so it's like
1: make me more anxious I totally feel you have... there, yeah. So it doesn't it didn't work out for me. It might work out for some, but not didn't work out for me. So for me, I have to focus on one thing at a time or so one piece at a time. Mm-hmm. So back to the questions that. What are what am I my my plan or long term goal? It just I want to try to find uh, a process like the art journey or the process I have to, um, to work on the piece that mm. I like that I enjoy because previously I only enjoy um, the finished products, meaning the end result of it. Yeah, it's so much trouble. I can go I went so much trouble to get. The artwork done. That's mm-hmm. what I feel. So much depression as well. Depresses like uh, times. Try to push things forward. I but mean, I'm did... always happy when when I when they saw the, the good result coming up. And so nowadays I try to focus not to focus on on the end so much. Try to get my hands on, like
0: so... get. Do you ever feel like your process gets too formulaic, or like you have to throw something no. new into the mix, or is that what you're um, actually trying to develop?
1: For me, my process is kind of random. Mm-hmm. It's, I would say it's not the same for every pieces. So sometimes I start with the nice drawing, like clean sketch or clean line art, before like color it and repaint on top. Sometimes I just scrappy uh, sketch and then start from there. So when I say process, meaning the way that I done art, uh, it's quite random in a way. So there's no structure or anything. Mm-hmm. Just just, just kind put, of an it, emotion put it through. Do so you kind of take that's a feeling? What, that's what I aim for. But for now, I don't think I like using emotion that much. I should have used that more because I feel like art is the expression of you so mm-hmm. you basically you put your your feeling into it your your emotion into the artwork that you do
0: yeah it's, it's super involved so for and sometimes me, it's really personal
1: yeah it is, it is really personal it's, which sometimes when commissioner asks me to fix things i feel like it's, oh, i don't want to fix it because because uh, i totally see that yeah. I, it look all look the best now why you want to share that thing i was like okay i I am kind of guilty
0: because i'm like oh sometimes when you feel like you're commissioned by other people it's like they want just your style but if they always want to tweak something and change it it's like ah it's kind of losing my style or the feeling i had with it yeah (laughs) so it's kind of heartbreaking
1: back then i feel so much strong like emotion towards when commissioner asked me to fix things but now it's okay now because i feel like okay that's is what he paid for so i Mm -hmm. have a bit okay or rooms more room for change Mm -hmm.
0: nowadays comparing to previously that's yeah that's also super important to be a little bit flexible and to say like Mm -hmm. i could change this a little bit and you can work together like that's what's important Mm -hmm. typically
1: yeah that's what i'm working on like typically uh my like full detail commissioned. People can get to see my sketch. Like I will sketch several um, scene, like a rough skin to them for, for them to choose on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then from there, we just working on, I'm just working on from there. And then like, after I color, like, test, color, test it, I will send it to, to commissioner to see whether he wants to change anything. What the, the reason being, because I, the, the reason that I try to like Give the commissioner to see the update of it because he or she can like ask you to fix things um, like faster
0: mm-hmm.
1: before you just put everything that I mean, before you go through the detail and then lay out all like crisp detail and such, and then commissioner commissioners, commissioners ask you, oh no, that's not what I meant. That's gonna yeah. be like, a
0: long. The like, I feel like the communication is super important because um i have a very similar process i'll start off with like their general idea and i'm gonna give them Mm. like three different thumbnails and with those three Mm. thumbnails they can say okay i like this direction and then we'll work from there and we'll kind of um i'll do just to give you my total quick breakdown uh so i do the thumbnails once that's approved i get to the rough um idea of the thumbnail they liked and when that's approved Mm. i do the payment and from the payment, then it just goes on to line work and then painting. Do you do you come up with your own or your do own workflows? What?
1: Or, do do you like is is this like you like come up with your own workflows like this or do you like take it on someone
0: else? I have personally, I've, I've. That's kind of like what I like to ask people about because, um, starting off in the fandom, I had no structure. I had like no idea how to go about anything, like. Mm doing commissions for me like a couple of years ago was like literally just doing a sketch like i would just do just like line work only and that would be it and i'm super grateful to like my friends and the people who commissioned me early on um but Mm -hmm. over time i'm like okay i have to get a little bit better at handling the process and the business side a little bit so i i I would say i kind of just gradually developed this but seeing like even on the commissioner's side, like when I commissioned you and stuff, I, I was really paying attention to how you handled the process. So then that's how I also kind of took notes. Because the, the, the reason I asked, because that's exactly the same
1: as my episode. <laughs> 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 really? So when, yeah, yeah when when people commission me for the detail commission, right, I always like drawing first, drawing like two to three thumbnails and set, give them to see which one they choose. Mm-hmm. And, and after they approve, I will like, let them pay so basically they they can see the art be, see the sketch before they pay me and after they they, they make a payment and i can like continue on it like colors and finish it yeah the so is main... almost the same
0: yeah like the main thing is like like the rough thing we we're like just talking about like if we can get the idea like for the client saying hey i i like that direction and if you can maintain that kind of consistency throughout the piece like that's what I like and that's like the energy that I'll get throughout the piece the whole way through Um, Mm. kind of having to tweak everything and not really getting the idea that that is exactly what they're picturing is the part that kind of kills me sometimes (laughs) even though I still gotta wake up in the morning and I still have to finish it I could see that coming yeah um, so kind of, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, your, your work life. So how, you mentioned that actually your furry job as an artist is just m- more or less of a hobby, but, uh, how, do, how does that blend in with your day job? How do you fit in time now, to do art and regular life stuff?
1: Yeah, now, nowadays it's become more like part-time job already. Meaning that it's, in, it's been promoted from hobbies <laughs> because I earn quite quite a, a bit from it mm-hmm. so this day I'm doing a freelance like I'm still doing the freelance uh, programming software dropping mm-hmm. coding on daytime and at night I'm like drawing so basically I'm like full time
0: do you do you feel ah. like your brain has to switch into different modes when you're software developing and then you have to get into the creative field or is it still creative the whole way through Hmm. I don't feel like I have to trigger or switch anything
1: on my plan. But typically, what I do is just when the before the start of the day, right? I'm just thinking, okay, today I have to finish which one. If it, today I have to finish uh, programming, okay, I will start doing programming. Mm-hmm. If today I have to finish like, like drawing or painting, I have to okay, I will start the day with 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 uh, drawing and painting. It's in a way it's kind of like split between days, but sometimes it can mix things as well. Mm. So it's not really like, uh, there's no like switch for me. I can't just like going back and forth between them.
0: It's kind of funny for me like at my day job. If I have a painting that I'm going to be doing or like my comic page that I'm going to be putting out for that week, I'll be kind of thinking about that while I'm doing my regular job and I'm like trying to picture Uh the sketch. Do you ever try to do that?
1: Um. Not recently, I think, because <laughs> that's only happened when you get bored from your job, right? Mm. Hey, um. That is true. The good. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, because when I work like full time, when I work full time before, I feel that sometimes right? my like my brain just let's go, what went away, and you know think about how how to draw stuff, how to draw these, mm-hmm. how to like imagine storyline and such. But when it come to now. Nowadays, I'm like having a freelance work, so it's both of them are freelance meaning drawing art and, and coding. So, if so, I, so, most of the time, I just focus on one thing at a time. So, I'm not really like if my brain drifts off, then I should like stop doing that and doing another thing, you know. That's really there's, no, there's no like limitation of mentally things I have to focus on the same thing all the time. I just like whenever I feel. Okay, my brain just stopped working on coding now. I just my brain just working on like thinking up for thinking about the fair structure. Then I stop coding and then do the drawing.
0: That sounds like a That's nice kinda balance.
1: a bit yeah, that's kinda a bit benefit of being freelance, I believe. So you manage on your own time.
0: So do you feel like uh getting into like art and the furry fandom as a whole, like has has more or less like changed your life for the better and how How do you feel like, um, like what is like the next step or like, do you feel like you're still kind of pushing things, uh, like, like figuring out what, like your career is going to go in the furry fandom or what is the sort of, I mean, I'm even having a kind of a tough time, uh, figuring out, like, am I going to pursue the furry fandom even more personally? And like, am I gonna live off just the community, or like, am I gonna make more time to get my other degrees in college and to get a different job? I I, I feel like I kind of struggle with that question a lot personally. Um, what do you think about that kind of thing? Um, for me, right, I feel like I'm the current, current like
1: situation is quite nice in the way that I can earn from both like non fully side of thing and the and side of fully side of thing mm-hmm. the reason being because i i feel like i want to pursue more of the artwork i draw or more like fully community and, and and such but the limitation was because of the the income I earn from
0: so like right now at least it's it's livable and that's like sort of been the goal um
1: yeah i'm not I sure think... if I, if I get that correctly but yeah think... but right now it's 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 looking nice but I want to, to draw more I want to pursue more on the furry side or on, on the on the artistic side of thing but because the the paying um the coding is paid more yeah so but... yeah I have to balance those
0: <laughs> You kind of want me to move to Thailand now to make a <laughs> livable income
1: Oh yeah definitely because the the living cost here is much lower than in the US for sure dude
0: not even joking like in America at least like if you're in the mainland and not on the west coast because like California you know like that side Mm. is a bit more expensive but if you're in Hawaii like the people have Mm. to work so hard here for so little and I really like being raised here um like if you can manage like maybe three thousand dollars for your rent every month that's just ridiculous um wow So for me personally, yeah, like trying to if if, wait three thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) That's sometimes people's rent only, and they don't even own the house. Um, Oh wow. um, That's just like a general number though, because I heard even one of my friends gave me a figure where it's like not to get too much into the money talk, but like if you don't make like seventy five thousand dollars a year, um, that's the average income for like a household in Hawaii, at least for one person um i'll just say tldr i do not make that personally (laughs) um but yeah like seeing seeing like you go into like not only having a professional life but also pursuing your passion is super inspirational what Mm. what would be some of your advice to like people who are just getting into art because i always want to push people to pursue a passion of theirs what what would you have to tell people that's kind of like questioning whether or not they want to be an artist and what it's like to identify as an artist?
1: Wow, it's a really tough question.
0: <laughs> I mean, Sorry, I like to ask the really big question. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like if you... The thing is, you need to have some sort of like... Um, what's possible word? Like money, ready? I in, in a way that you...
0: Uh, yeah, like the necessary me...
1: things that you, you have to leave, like a house or, or whatever that you mm-hmm. have, I mean, you, you, you live under, and like a food, a regular meal and everything, then you can start pursuing art. Art, art is more like a luxury thing. So when, when you want to start on it, if your financial is not ready for it, try to get a job for, like to try to work on something else first that you can earn on and then pursue the art like has a half time or part time or like on hobby first because when you start it of course you are not like starting from just paint I mean like day one's painting you will get mm-hmm. like thousand like or like millions like like or from Twitter or whatever social network you post it on. Of course not because people when we start drawing it's always crappy art. Mm-hmm. That's 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 bound to happen, on everyone. To get to the point where people can uh, want to buy your your artwork, it might take a year or mm-hmm. a few months. So first thing first, you have to be um, healthy beforehand because being staff by be, just being only artist is not a healthy situation. Yeah. So try to get a job. Get the job that pay you or doing anything part time that you can survive without making money off at first. Yeah, think... like
0: it doesn't matter if you have a fursuit, if you can't afford food, I think that would be a really big problem.
1: Yeah, <laughs> first, it's just a dream. You, you, you try not to, to, to get that because first because first, food is more or less
0: really expensive. <laughs> things um, I think oh. Well, that's really. That's really important, and I think you bring up a lot of, like, at least the fundamental th- issues that, like, hey, you should get a handle on your basic, you know, living priorities needs, first. Yeah. Yeah, your basic, basic needs, needs that especially. That's that's what I'm looking for. Oh, okay. So Because, because art is
1: not, like, and, I mean, it can be a goal, but, like, it's not done, done. It's more like a journey. You will live on with it for entire life. So... Mm you probably have to be able to live your life first so that you can enjoy pursuing your own passion.
0: Yeah, it's... Without it's thinking a... much of, like,
1: how to get money from, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, the money, I think, that's really... Oh, yeah, that's a really good point because, like, fundamentally, it's, it's more or less kind of like a philosophy. Um, mm. Like, the way you think and observe as an artist is really important to how you develop like your life around that um and not not being able to support yourself first of all makes things harder Uh, yeah a lot harder (laughs) yeah when you're worrying about like oh like where am i gonna live versus like what am i gonna paint um so yeah thank you for that thank you for that advice and actually like setting time to talk with me about art like i haven't had like a really in-depth art conversation in a bit and it's really helped me during like my kind of art burnout period because i felt like a little lackluster recently um but yeah i think i'm gonna get back to practicing some fundamentals and kind of looking at my inspirations and going back and maybe doing like a couple hundred figure drawings uh, yeah, <laughs> um, and idea. even in these times, uh, thank you for making time to talk with me today, Zefix. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to, you know, comment on um, before we wrap this up? Uh, anything you'd like to mention?
1: Um, I think I should mention this. I I, I forgot to say that earlier. That I will be um I have been invited to be a Jihoi uh G. guest of honor in the LIFC Furcon in Singapore. This year, so, so right but 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 the FurCon is a bit uh, but the FurCon is already postponed to next year, so I will be there next year. If you want to to join me to see me live um, basically to be on stage, you can come to like Detail Islands FurCon, which held in Singapore next year. Oh, I will that sounds be a Geo like so much fun! <laughs> so, yeah, it's my first time. With... It's super fun. I mean, I like it. I mean, I it would be fun. I believe.
0: You guys so. check out Zephex. I will link all of his information below. And yeah. you should go freaking get his art because he's awesome. Um, so yeah. thanks for joining us on Tree Park Episode 12. And Thank everyone, you. hope you guys stay safe.